Hey y'all, good afternoon. It's 1.32 p.m. Saturday, March the fucking 5th, 2022. And yeah, I'm finally about to watch, get one of these movies out the way. And I decided to start backwards. I put the first hostel in and I said, you know what? Nah, fuck that. We're going to go with hostel part three and then we're going to go from there. So we starting with hostel part three, which was released. When was hostel part three released? Oh, 2011. 2011. High stakes gambling takes on a sinister new meaning in this third chapter of the terrifying hostel series. While attending a bachelor party in Las Vegas, four friends are enticed by two sexy escorts to join them at a private party way off the strip. Once there, they are horrified to find themselves the subject of a perverse game of torture where members of an of the elite hunting club are hosting the most sadistic show in town. So yeah, um, this is unrated, so I guess we'll be seeing some ass, you know, maybe. So yeah, getting into Hostel Part 3. So this will obviously contain spoilers, but... um. The moment you realize the geek was really the one with the shits, spiking the beer, and uh, basically getting these two foreigners, Ukrainians, I believe they said they were, um, and this American just like totally sold their asses. <laughs> It's not funny. No, it's definitely not. But I did enjoy how they wanted you to believe that the guy, the Ukrainian guy, was the one that was going to be with the bullshit. When really, it was the early 30-something dorky, innocent-looking guy. Now we have two body bags going into a black van. And this is business as usual. Okay, so apparently... (laughs) This dude is about to get married. And so he's supposed to be going to Palm Springs to golf. He can't go to any strip clubs. He can't do anything... Too exciting, you feel me? His wife or fiance, whatever, tells him, make sure he doesn't fuck any strippers or bang any strippers. And they claim there's no decent strippers in Palm Springs. And now we fast forward, we're in fucking Vegas now. And we have little bikini dancers as we walk into the hotel. So anybody who actually is a person who, like, gets into drama shows and stuff like that, especially, like, maybe early 2000 drama shows, if you fuck with Nip Tuck, then you know who that is on the fucking screen. That's Matt from Nip Tuck. I'm excited, yes, because I am. I fuck with Nip Tuck heavy. 
I actually have all the seasons on DVD, and I watch them quite fucking often. I need to do a review on the whole rundown of each season, episode, every fucking thing. I need to get that done. That is a very long process. That and Sex in the City. Um, but yeah, I'm glad to see him in films. I also seen him in another film that was horror as well, which is kind of cool. Um, it was about like a hundred camera or some shit like that. So yeah, Matt McNamara from Nip Tuck. Let's fucking go. <laughs> so we got two girls standing off to the side. They're obviously attractive and enticing. And obviously the douche ass character is like, you know, they catch the girls looking at him and he's like, yeah, look at those hot girls. I bet they hate their father, which kind of implies that they're willing to do some freaky shit because they hate their dad. Hmm. But they obviously, obviously ask, what well, do you like freaky? And the dude's hesitating like, yeah, sure, I like freaky. If you got to hesitate, that means you might not want to get into it. You might need to turn around right now. And these three movies is exactly why. Thank you, Hasta. Like, seriously, I don't know how fucking far I would get personally if I'm going through all of this. And each time there's something weird going on. Like, you meet these girls... They're acting all suspicious. Then you go in the drive in the taxi, and the taxi fucking driver is acting all weird and suspicious and mysterious and all like ooey gooey and shit. And you're like, what the fuck is he talking about? Like, what, what, what? Then you get to the location. The location bare bones as fuck, and the person at the door is being all, oh, you're the deal. I'm like, oh yeah, okay, I'm backing the fuck out. It's four of us. It's about to be three, because this one is about to go to fuck home or go back to the hotel, because I'm not with the shits at all. <laughs> like, they not even, like, the least bit, like, worried. They just like, okay, well, yeah, let's just go with the flow. la di da di da you feel me? That's an N-O. Actually, yeah, baby, you should be very worried for Scott, because Scott is about to get completely mind-fucked. Completely mind fucked, if not fucked all the way up. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure Scott, does he live or? Doesn't even matter. He's seen a lot and he's gonna be pretty fucked up after this whole situation and it's said and done. So I've kind of come to the conclusion that 2011 <laughs> strip dancers. <laughs> I said strip dancers. What the fuck is a strip dancer? <laughs> Strippers. Have the tiniest asses and being very, very bored bodied, meaning flat, was the thing. <laughs> Granted, there were no um, dancers of color. And that's probably why we didn't see no real ass. But what do I know? I don't even think I was uh, 
in strip clubs in 2011. Where, where were you in 2011? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. So he said he doesn't want to be that guy anymore because he was unfaithful last year and his fiance found out. Great. Then why in the world did you go back to the room with the girl by yourselves? Like, what did you think was going to happen? And then why did you, why did you accept, you know, like the alcohol and stuff? Like, what did you think I was just gonna, like, like, what did you think? I don't know. Like, what did he think was gonna happen? He started feeling bad. That's what it was. Wait, so how did Scott find his way back into the crazy, weird hallway and all the way out the door that he came in? They were just in a hotel. So you telling me this hotel was attached to this abandoned um, warehouse thing where the cab driver is still out there waiting and had to be like hours? How did Scott find his way out of this? <laughs> and now he can't get back in. But of course. Because you're in the abandoned part of the hotel, sir. I'm over here rolling because he's like zoned out. And he's like drugged and shit. He's sliding on the, on the, on the door and sliding down. And he's like in slow motion. Open the fucking door. Like a total like surfer type dude. I don't know. That was fucking hilarious to me though. I think we're kind of seeing the future of what's gonna be as far as having things be implemented into our skin and used as technology um they just got this tattoo and obviously it has some type of chip or something in it because he scanned his arm and got into the building remember that's back in 2011 and now we're here in 2022 and niggas is putting chips in their brains in the back of their necks and in their wrists and shit so, food for thought. So, first victim is the douchey guy, which typically always is in movies. And he is like, he's really going at it. He said fucking like 20 times. He sound like me as far as cussing goes. He's like. He's like, I'm from Arizona. I'm that fucking bitch. Fuck, fuck. <laughs> Yo. Douchey guys from Arizona. Whoa. <laughs> and here we have it. He is shackled. And this is not a part of the strip, uh, strip club party joke thingy. There is an audience behind a glass, a um, glass partition, if you will. And they are on little digital thingies. And the thing is spinning like Wheel of Fortune to see how they want him to die. And everybody in the room is voting on it. And we have people in suits and drinks. And this is supposed to be a room full of money. And we've seen this before, most recently in Squid Game. 
You can just absolutely feel the dread and the tension when you watch this scene. You can just feel it because it's it's not going to be a slow death. And you can just feel the the pressure in this very tense moment this scene. And I'm speaking of the first kill with the douche from Arizona. This is totally a Texas chainsaw moment right here when he tears open, not even tears open, but tears around his face and makes a mask of it. Um, I haven't finished Texas Chainsaw 2022, but I do know he does the exact same thing. Guy with the crutch. That's totally the way that he will be remembered. <laughs> Him just breaking into the trailer, to the chick's trailer and just hopping through the window is a no-go. <laughs> They like, fuck it, we gonna find our friend one way or the other and see they good for that. That's how friends everybody need. You about to jump and and roll through motherfuckers' windows and doors to find you because shit, motherfucker, you been missing for hours, we ain't hear from you, and we and we coming to look for you. <laughs> Mike is a lost cause, guys. Him being a smart ass got him. A gun to the fucking forehead. <laughs> the backhand he just gave this girl on the table was just hilarious. So, this is where we are going to pause the show. Why? Because I have some shits that I need to do. And I will be back. Um, we're at the part right now where the lovely young lady, she's quite attractive. She varies so much so. Very is so much so. Wow. What kind of sentence was that? I don't know. Um, but yeah, now she's on the table in a cheerleading outfit with a ball gag in her mouth. And now we have this very sick looking, just, you can tell he's filthy. This, I guess he's, these guys are pretend surgeons because they got the whole get up one or whatever. He's about to do some creep shit to her. We're going to leave it there. Because I don't want to make the episode too long for this. But um, I will be back with a part two. So listen to this. And then go back and listen to my other uh, episodes about every fucking thing else. Alright y'all. See y'all later. <laughs>